Hey STEM listeners, welcome to our STEM Academy for Young Kids podcast. Today I have Miss Rose with us. Miss Rose is a pre-K teacher and she has some tips here for us on the holiday season. As you know, the holiday season is about to come and usually it's for family time, feeling the love, being thankful, but also comes a feeling of maybe feeling like you don't have enough to share or the lack of or the stressfulness and busyness that comes with the holiday season. So I have Ms. Rose here with my first question. Um, not all families share the same holidays or traditions, which can make a child feel left out and question their own traditions. Um, if a child was to come up to you in class, what tips would you have for them? Um, when the children approach us in class and they say they don't celebrate this or that, Basically, we ask them, what do they celebrate? Or, you know, get a chance to talk to mommy and daddy and see what type of a tra uh, traditions they offer or that they do participate in in their homes. And from there, what we try to do is we um, don't focus so much on the holiday, but more of activities. We don't, uh, we try to be inclusion, have an inclusion of all class um, uh, cultures, mm -hmm. uh, try to be a little bit more diverse. So we try not to make them feel like they um, are gonna be left out, but we always find ways, uh, especially through the arts. Mm -hmm. When we do art, um, it kind of exposes them and lets them be free. And they listen to children talk about what they're gonna do, but then they can kind of join the conversation also by talking about what they do in their homes. So on the carpet, you get a chance to express yourself. In the arts, you get to be creative. Um, but we try not to focus too hard on the actual um, holiday. We try to broaden it out. We talk about being thankful. We talk about how um, good ways to give, you know, what does it take to be a good person, things like that. I love that. Mm -hmm. And um, do you think that parents can also take that approach when even at home? Because I think it may be even easier in class to explain that, but what, what are some ways you think that maybe a parent could do that at home? All right, so at home, traditions are extremely important. Activities with your children are extremely important because it gives them something to come in and talk about. So um, I know parents work long hours, but you gotta put in at least a half an hour a day uh, dinner time at home, um, having children to be included in making grocery lists, dinner, um, a dinner or a luncheon, or even when it comes to gift buying, include your children. Children love to be a part of the planning process. I love, they do. They're really mm -hmm. hands-on at a certain age. Mm -hmm. um, another question I have for you is stress of money or the feeling of lack tends to come around this time in the holiday season. What are ways to make a child feel like they don't need for anything or that they have everything that they want? All right, so for parents, I'll, I'll start there. Um, just not focusing on money, right? But focusing on creativity. Um, you make a certain meal. You do certain um, crafts, um, you sing. It's, it's just so many different things you could do that don't really even involve money. And parents have to be creative. You, when parents are creative, you create, create, create creative children. Yes. And um, they won't focus on the money when you make a gift versus going out to the store buying all of your gifts. Again, these are traditions that if you focus on, then your child won't even know there's a money issue. 
I love that. Great ideas, Miss Rose. Um, what about toy lust? I feel like a lot mm -hmm. of kids now in this generation, because it's everywhere, ads, marketing, mm -hmm. toys, 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 mm -hmm. how can we overcome that toy lust or the Christmas list scaries that parents may approach and they can't afford everything? Um, how can we talk about that conversation that, and go about that? So the great thing in early childhood is that you don't have to focus on a, a long list, right? Children in early childhood always say they want, want, want. But if you start the process of just shortening, say, one or two things or three things, so that they, they're going to always want, just like us, we, we see things and we want... Whatever we see on TV, I know for me, I love gadgets and things like that, but <laughs> we can't always afford it. But again, if you just focus on um, the meaning of your holidays and the things, the traditions that you have, and then for the gifts, one or two things. And in early childhood, you, children just really should not be exposed to expensive gift giving. Um, that should not be a focus in the house. So. You know, again, I, I know I'm being redundant, but tradition and activities and, you know, fun and family and love and the idea of giving, that has to be, that starts at home. Mm -hmm. we, we do it in the classroom as best as we can, but it starts at home. Um, I always just believe that we are a village, the school, the home, we are a village and we help each other. And I can't tell you what to always do or how to behave in your home, but in my classroom, we're not talking about those expensive gifts. They can bring it up and we go, we, we don't make it um, a priority, we don't make it uh, a focal point, but we do listen. However, we talk about the spirit of giving. I love that. Um, and speaking of taking a village, mm -hmm. as you know, we get older and mm -hmm. kids start to stop believing in Santa Claus. Um, how can parents go about that when their child stops believing in Santa Claus? You know, was that experience for your own? Was it sad when your own kids went through that? You know, how did you handle that topic of Santa Claus is not real <laughs> anymore? All right, with Santa. Chris Kringle, <laughs> old Saint Nick. <laughs> you know, um, it varies in each home. Uh, children, often you'll have different cultures come through and, you know, there are some children that don't celebrate and don't believe in Santa and they like to bust the bubbles, right? And it makes a child upset. Um, they go home and tell their parents, the parents get upset. Uh, However, if it's a fable, it is what it is, and the truth is just the truth. Now, how, how you choose to do it in your home, what I, uh, for my children, they knew that Santa was not real. Give the, give the love and the respect of who purchased those gifts, which is us, the parents. And, um, but I also said that you have to be very respectful of other people's thoughts and their traditions and what they believe in. So when my son went in and said, Santa Claus isn't real and made a few of the children upset, um, the teacher called and we talked to him about being respectful. We know we don't believe in Santa Claus, but there are plenty of your friends who do. And do you wanna see them upset? You know, do you wanna ruin their holiday? So sometimes just teaching them in that manner, just to be respectful your friends may believe you may know that it's not true 
but just be respectful. I love that. And just a question popped into my head when you were talking about traditions and being respectful for the people who bought you those things. Yeah. I also realized that parents even use Santa Claus as kind of like, well, if you don't behave, you're going to get coal in your stocking. Yes. And it's just so funny how we use Kris Kringle as such a, yes. a method of rearing yes. kids. Um, so, yeah, you did answer my next question. Of what I was going back into a village because I was also going to go into how older siblings can maybe ruin that bubble for kids. Mm -hmm. But like you said, it's all about having respect and letting a child be a child mm -hmm. and just knowing the differences. Mm -hmm. um, how do you manage holiday stress with parenting and everyday life? How did you manage when you were um, in your younger days and your kids were younger? And how can parents go about that as well? So what you're saying is managing stress, which yeah. is what we have to do. That's a great question um, because it's a stressful time. But it doesn't have to be. If you look at the origin of Christmas, and everything that surrounds it. It's just like Thanksgiving. You have to treat it in a respectful way. And so um, bombarding yourself with all parties and this and the other, you just choose what you choose your family to participate in, what you and your maybe your spouse will participate in, and um, the idea of gift giving, what, is the, what does that mean to you? We have to begin to come back to a reality that instead of getting um, more focus on um, the, the tangible things, we have to be able to be thankful for the intangible things. And so um, inclusion with your children helps to make things less stressful. Giving your older siblings or children tasks to do, you don't have to do everything by yourself. You have a family. And sometimes if, it, if you're a single mom or dad, I mean, that's very important too. We live in a society where it's not always mom and dad, right? But you don't have to go over the top. You, we make ourselves stressful. Calm down, you know, breathe, meditate, pray. Whatever it is you do to make yourself less stressful, let's, let's do that because the, the holiday is not here to be stressful. It is to be, you are to be thankful. All right. Yes, I love that. And what family time ideas, you did mention about parents being more creative, mm -hmm. can we incorporate through the holiday busyness, such as shopping, parties, you know, meetings? Mm -hmm. What is something that you have in mind that a parent can actually sit at home and do with their child and they're listening to us right now and be like, hmm, you know what, Miss Rose, I'm gonna go home and do that. Um, again, I say make it, when you make your list, your gift giving list, who include your children. Who are we gonna give a gift to this year? Um, what kind of a gift should we give? Talk about a budget, right? Uh, you'd be surprised, a pre-kindergartner and a kindergartner, they know more than you think, right? And um, I, I just love how children are able to just make us feel uh, more relaxed when they say, mommy, we got this, right? Uh, just go back in your mind, menus for dinner. You know, you don't have to have ham, turkey, chicken, roast pizza. Sometimes it just takes one or two meets. Who's, who's being invited? T talk to your children about that. You'd be surprised some of the answers that they have, the decorations all around the house, cleaning the house. Children learn how to fold towels and washcloths. Um, just including them on everything. Listen, guys, here's the project. This 
for Saturday. This is what we have to do to start getting the house ready for the holidays. You know, talking about what the holiday means and how we want to celebrate it in our house. You'd be really surprised. Children are just wonderful in that way. They really are. Mm -hmm. And my last question for you, Miss Rose, is what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mm. Uh, for 2020, just um, for everybody to have a happy and healthy life. Um, more meditation. Everyone take the time out to breathe, to properly breathe. And what I mean by that is just closing your eyes in the morning, in the evening, and even a little bit on your lunch break. And just breathe in, deep breath in, and then a deep breath out. And if we can do more of that, that will make us a healthier people. And when we're healthy, we think better, we act better, we do better. So that's my Christmas. That's what I want for Christmas. That sounds like a really good <laughs> Christmas list. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our third episode of STEM Academy. I hope you enjoyed our conversation on tips for parents during the holiday season, de-stressors, and managing with Miss Rose. Happy holidays.